You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the Geek to Geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we will be talking about our final Netflix holiday romance movie of the year, Single All the Way. This is also our 200th episode. Oh, yeah, it is our 200th episode. (laughs) It would, would, number one, fall on a movie like this. And number two... I can't believe we have 200 episodes. I know. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time. So much podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. No, no, no. Um, no, we, we like this podcast. We're still doing it. We must like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wow, 200 episodes. Yeah. Did you not realize? <laughs> no, I did. I knew it was coming, and I knew it was this week. Like, it was this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Just didn't really settle in until you said that. Right yeah. Now. Also completely didn't write it in the notes, so it was clear I didn't actually remember. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. I, I thought about it as soon as you started talking. I was like, oh, yeah, it's our 200th episode. <laughs> oh. We're real good at this podcasting thing that we've been doing for, like, three years. Hey, we've been we've been getting through we've gone through a lot through this podcast (laughs) i think it's four years is it four years of podcasting it was before i moved to ireland and i was in ireland for three so i'm assuming so i was also unemployed during four plus because i've been home for a year so it's like five yeah i think we started in like 2016 because i was unemployed at the time yeah may 2016 it was whenever, right? No, it was like November, because it was right before the Gilmore, the Gilmore Girls revival came out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Dang. It's either that or it's like. So we could like have just passed five years and just didn't realize. <laughs> happy Happy birthday to us. <laughs> um, and it was also right around when Me Before You came out. Yes. Too. So that's like a good judge of how long this. Podcast has existed in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, before we actually talk about our main topic, mm-hmm. uh, we've been we've been shelling these episodes out more than we have the entire year. I in know. This <laughs> we've, done, we've done more the past two months. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, um, this is our peak time. It really is. It really is. We're also making up for all the times we didn't put out. Exactly. <laughs> episode of the show. <laughs> Just bombarding everyone's podcast timeline. Exactly. They're like, whoa. Like, so much tea time. Like, what do I do? <laughs> um, but yeah. So, Chelsea, what have you been doing this week? Well, uh, I have been given the assignment at work to reorganize our entire retail area uh, because of Christmas shopping and such. So I've had a couple of like late nights, uh, reorganizing the retail, taking photos of all the retail, editing the photos of the retail, such and such. Uh, I feel like I've lived at Kettle. Uh, 
yeah, it's, I've been at work a lot. Um, in fact, I took off early the other day. I had someone cover half my shift because I was like, I want to go home when the sun's still up. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. And they're like, okay, bye. Yeah. I mean, it is winter, so the sun does go down early, but still. It was just starting to feel like I didn't live during the day. It was, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, other than that, I've just been obviously getting ready for Christmas. It feels like Christmas has been coming for a while. Uh, it feels like that every year, though, when you work in retail-type stuff. Um, people like to play Christmas music really early and then you don't realize that like nine days straight of that just becomes absolutely annoying. <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, Eamon's coming, uh, in less than a week, which also freaks me out cause I need to clean my room really bad. <laughs> He's going to get a real full visual of how bad your K-pop, um, addiction has become. That's true. He is, he is truly going to... Because, like, my K-pop, you know, obsession was was a lot when I was in Ireland, but I didn't have access to things in Ireland. So now that I'm here, my my collection has uh, grown a lot. <laughs> He's going to come in and be like, oh. <laughs> and you're like, this is your shelf? This is, I'm like, I told him that. I was like, you get this floating shelf on the wall here. I'll clear my stuff off of it and you can have that one. <laughs> <laughs> i have these four so <laughs> it's gonna be interesting uh for sure i do i have to clear off like his side of the room or what's gonna be his side of the room because <laughs> right now it's just like full of crap so you know i'm sure i'll procrastinate that to the last minute as as always um of course other than that, uh, I keep starting K-dramas that are airing week to week, and I'm really pissed at myself because they don't translate them quite as quickly as shows like, say, True Beauty, where they would, or, you know, they'd be, like, translated nearly by the end of the day. Um, these shows get translated, like, two days later. Yeah. So they're just there for me to watch, but I won't understand what's going on. Yeah. So I keep having to, like, wait. Um, last night I couldn't wait and it was 75% of the way translated. So I watched it and then just didn't really know what was going on the last like, two scenes. Oh my God. I like got it by context clues, you know, but I didn't know actually what was going on, but I watched it and it was great. Um, the worst is when it's like, like, it'll say that it's, you know, 90% or 95% done, but you, you think that like, it's the end. Like, I don't. I don't yeah, it's the end that's not translated, right? So mm -hmm. like they I I don't I don't know how the process of translation of a show and I like a hundred percent oh appreciate I appreciate like, everything too they they do because the they do really hard work. But it's really funny when you're watching it and like a random scene in the middle is like completely not yes. translated and you're just like <laughs> you're like what? Wait, wait. <laughs> no, okay, but I totally that forgot. Happens. Like, I went to watch it. It was like, new episode up. And I was like, sweet. And I, I started playing it. And I swear to God, I got like five minutes, five, ten minutes into the episode. And I was like, wait a minute. I have no idea what's happening because I forgot there weren't subtitles. Yet. <laughs> I was like, That's I was like, funny. oh, wait. <laughs> um, so there is one show that uh, luckily is on Netflix and Netflix tends to what? 
I just I'm excited about. I want to watch oh, the show. Also. Yeah, our beloved summer. Yeah. Um, I saw a recommendation like before it went up. People were like getting excited about it. Uh, starring the guy from Parasite and then the girl from Eat the One Class. It's so, because V's gonna do a OST oh I heard for it. it. Yeah, it was like in yeah. the first episode. Yeah. Or second, first or second. Yeah. I was like oh, V. I hear of course, voice. of course he did it because it's his best friend is exactly. the lead in it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and it's funny because the girl from Eat the One Class has like been in two dramas now with his friend plus uh, where V's done an OST for. Oh, it's been in like one of his friend's dramas, right? Cause yeah. Because uh, Parso June and then now the guy from Parasite. Yeah. Exactly. And then V did an OST for that one too. Yeah, he did Sweet Night. Um, Super good. It's very good. I mean, obviously two episodes in, but it's very good. Eamon was like, I was like, oh, are we going to watch that when you're here? And he was like, oh, you mean you didn't watch it already? He was clear he'd already watched it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are we watching it on our own until you get here and then watching it together? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we were doing. He's so funny. He was, he, he was he was on it. He was like, I'm watching it. What are you what are you doing? He's like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> um, so that's about it. Uh Katie, what have you been up to? Uh I went and saw my second movie in the theater of this year. Like I have not gone to the movies at all. The only other movie I've seen in theaters was Black Widow. Same. I haven't <laughs> I haven't gone back. Yeah, so I went and saw the Monster X, the Dreaming film, which is a, like, I guess it's like a rockumentary, because it's a documentary, but, like, Mm. they're a band. So um, it was a documentary about them creating their new English album, The Dreaming, um, and then prepping for this movie. So it was interesting, because it was, like, a movie about them filming the movie, which is just weird. That is a little strange. Um. (laughs) I have thoughts about some of the stuff that they covered because I'm a little, I'm a little upset about it mm-hmm. um, because they talked a little bit about like Monster X's debut and then some of their early success and stuff. And it literally broke my heart that they either Photoshopped, blurred or cut away any time that 1-0 was in the same shot or in the same photo because he works for the same company still, and it hurts yeah. that they, like, felt they needed to, like, remove him, even though he is literally part of their entire history. So the big thing that they focused on for Monster X was the present. So they focused on their success in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, because they released their first U.S. album, the English album, not U.S. album, their first um, English album at the beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. Right, all about love, um, and then their trip to the United States to promote it, and like them debuting it here, and then also uh, playing uh, shows for like uh, Jingle Ball and different stuff, like a little bit of their tours here in the United States. And it just it was kind of sad, also, because <laughs> when they came to promote All About Love was also when Shonu wasn't with them because he was, like, sick or something, or he got hurt. Oh, he had yeah. eye surgery. Eye surgery. Yeah. Um, To fix his retina. And then, like, also they're here again 
like promoting without Shonu. Oh, <laughs> because Shonu's in the Shonu's military. Not in the <laughs> it sucks because like they literally made this movie with Shonu not being in it. Like he wasn't in it at all. Like barely Aww. at all. It was kind of sad. Um, but it was they did a lot of like. Uh, performances in it so it was also kind of like watching a concert which was really good that's cool um they also talked to them a lot about how they felt about like the pandemic and being separated from Mombebe and like all this stuff and one of the members said something that just like i was fine through the whole movie and then they were talking about like how much they miss the fans mm-hmm. and stuff and Jew honey had had to say it he had to say it. He said, I had a really hard time both mentally and emotionally after follow. And I was like, ah. I'm sobbing. <laughs> I was like, all of us did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there with you, my man. It was beautiful. But the movie was really good. I was pretty impressed. Nice. Um, with it. Just disappointed at Starship's decisions. Yeah. But also not surprised because I told you before the movie started that that was going to happen. Yeah. Very true. Um, but yeah, I watched it. There wasn't like a lot of people in the theater, but there were some there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching Hawkeye. I haven't watched the new episode that just came out this week. Um, I watched last week's, like the last three episodes. It's pretty good. It's really funny. Like I mentioned that the last episode too, that it was really funny. Um, and then I've been watching K-pop award show performances in preparation for our other podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my roommate and I decided we wanted to go to Grinchmas because she's never been, which is at Universal Studios. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what um, is that? Uh, although as a, as a PSA, make sure you check uh, park hours before you just decide you want to go because we <laughs> spend a bunch of money on going to Universal Studios for only being allowed to stay there for four hours. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, they closed at 6, and we got there at, like, 1. Oh. 1.30. Well, at yeah. least it was that many hours, not like you got there at 3 and <laughs> got there to be there for, like, yeah. two and a half. We were on the, the studio tour, and the guy who was doing our studio tour was like, okay, guys, well, like, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Like, we closed at 6, and we were like, huh? <laughs> You're like, sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry, what? We checked the time and we're like, oh my god, it's five. Oh, <laughs> I guess we're going to have dinner. Because we wanted to eat at the three broomsticks. Oh, yeah. So we're like, hustle over to like, go to Wizarding World of Harry Potter so we could go to the three broomsticks. We wanted to have their like, holiday meal that they mm. had there. Um, And then we left. And we got to sit in an hour and a half of traffic on the way home because it we anticipated being there until eight. Right. Negative. You should have just hung around, you know. So we did this thing where we were sitting at the table, like eating on our we were like on our phones. We're like, so what do you want to do to like kill time? And we're like, Well, we could we could go to the movies. I don't want to see any of these movies. <laughs> we could just like if we were gonna hang out and like the city walk then it, we probably would have like had dinner but we were literally eating dinner yeah true and then there was like nothing Aww. else to do like we couldn't think of anything to do so you might as well just go home at that point yeah yep yep it was 
Damn. Wasn't well planned. It was fun. We got to meet the Grinch. The Grinch hugged me. He was very excited to see me. I was very excited to see him. Nice. Uh, We took a photo with him, and Mm -hmm. then we went on the studio tour. We literally waited in line for like 45 minutes to meet the Grinch. We ate lunch, uh, used the bathroom, went on the studio tour, got off, (laughs) ate dinner, used the bathroom, went home. That was our entire Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely need to plan that a little bit better. (laughs) Well, I mean, we also watched the lighting of the... Like, the lighting ceremony thing for the tree. So, like, mm-hmm. the mayor of Whoville came out and, like, did his whole spiel. They told the story. The Grinch was over there. And then they lit the tree mm-hmm. at 6 when they closed. And then we, like, left. So. Gotcha. I also watched the Jim Carrey version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas because I love that movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it's because we're doing this thing for work and I had to pick a character that from a movie or TV show that I most like and some scenes that like represent how I feel. And I was like, the Grinch. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's three scenes that are like within like 10 minutes, like a 10 minute clip okay. of the Grinch, you know, when he gets invited to become, uh, to come down to Whoville mm-hmm. because he got the holiday cheermeister. And he does the whole thing where he's like wearing the leader hosen and he's standing in front of the the mirror and he's like, ah, ooh, mm, that's it. I'm not going. <laughs> I was like, that's me. You're like, that's me getting ready that's for me. our Christmas party. <laughs> yes. And then there was another one where he's like, uh, he goes, he goes, I want to go. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. And then he like goes through his whole schedule, yes. right? Um, and there's another part, and he goes, "If I can't find anything nice to wear, I'm not going." <laughs> That's. People I feel are like, be those... like Katie, did you really not want to come to this Christmas party? Like, uh, it's oh, not no. about that. <laughs> it's not about that. That's not what of. it means. That's not what it means. Um, I just felt like those three scenes like totally, uh, encompass the person I have become. Okay. Um. But also, like, Becca and I frequently go, and I'll go, like, ah, and she goes, ooh, mm, that's it. I'm not going. <laughs> so we do that all the time. So That's fun. Yeah. But anyways, don't forget to head over to geek2geekmedia.com to check out the latest episodes of the network's podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to, subscribe to the Twitch streams of our network streamers so you don't miss out when they stream their favorite games, talk about geek stuff. Keep listening now to hear a promo from the geek to geek Media Network. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. And we're back. <laughs> As we mentioned at the top of the episode, we'll be talking about our final Netflix holiday romance movie called Single All the Way, 
Uh, this movie was released on Netflix on December 2nd, 2021. Uh, it's directed by Michael Mayer and screenplay by Chad Hodge. And uh, this movie is different. Well, like the storyline and the tropes are still the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is starring... Uh, the story is an LGBTQAI+. Plus. I was trying... Yes, that's right, right? Those yeah. were all, that was all correct. Yes. Correct. Um, story. Uh, so it was uh, something a little bit different. Um, I got very excited when I saw that it was uh, what it was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, so this movie stars Michael Urie, uh, Philemon Chambers, Kathy uh, Najimi, uh, or... She was in Hocus Pocus, which is also part of why oh, I was yeah. very excited about her. Um, Luke McFarlane, Barry Bostwick, and the most beloved person that we both love and everyone should love, Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> should be in every movie. <laughs> I got, I didn't have, okay, I knew that, um, that, uh, the girl from Hocus, the woman from Hocus Pocus was going to be in it. Like mm-hmm. I knew she was going to be in it. I did not know that Jennifer Coolidge was going to be in it until she showed up and I got so excited. I think I knew, but not when I was watching it. So when she showed up, I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot she was going to be in this. And I was very, very excited. I didn't know Michael Yuri was going to be in it. And I love him from Ugly Betty. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, very exciting to see that he was like the main character. Yeah, I loved... Um... I love Jennifer Coolidge and like everything. Oh hell yeah! A Cinderella story, an icon. She's, <laughs> she's so good in um in Austin Land. I don't know if you've seen Austin no. Land. I gotta see her in that. Yeah. Oh my god. We maybe we should watch it for this show. That'd be because good. it's um it's Carrie Russell. I was just and, gonna say, is that the one with Carrie Russell? Yeah. Yeah, where they go to um a like Jane Austen like cosplay vacation experience Ooh. and jennifer coolidge is in it and she she's ridiculous but amazing and obviously Excellent. she's in legally blonde but but yes. anyways uh so the plot of this of this movie is desperate to avoid his family's judgment about his perpetual single status peter played by michael yuri convinces his best friend nick uh played by philemon chambers um to join him for the holidays and pretend that they're now in a relationship. But when Peter's mom sets him up on a blind date with her handsome trainer, James, the plan goes awry. Yeah. Nick immediately abandons the plan. <laughs> he he was not even in on the plan, like, no. at all. <clears throat> Can I just say that, like, Nick is just beautiful. Oh, like, I was I, thinking the same thing. I was so, like, yo, he is a 10. Like, <laughs> That was so funny when his mom was like, Nick is a 10. He's a model. He's a 10 everywhere. Um, and Peter is a 10 in New Hampshire. Oh, I and think I was it was like, the oh, sister that, that said that. <laughs> it was the sister. The sister. The She's sister. like, yeah, he's a 10 in New Hampshire. And the mom was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Such a burn. Dang. No, um, Nick was definitely a 10. When they were like, can, when he was like, can you model for me for this thing? I was like, yeah, he should definitely model. <laughs> He's so just like breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was and like they annoying. had pretty good chemistry, I would say, honestly. 
Which is hilarious because a lot of the reviews I read said that they had zero romantic chemistry between the two characters. <laughs> I wouldn't say they had like burning chemistry. Mm-hmm. I would just say that they like had, well, I don't know. I thought they had more chemistry than some other people that we've watched in other things. <laughs> A castle for Christmas? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um, it was like warm chemistry did it feel did it feel a little because the characters would be like can't you see that's two people in love and i was like no is it though is it i I think they're fine (laughs) but like i like the story so i'm going with it (laughs) yeah so it's I kind of liked the twist on because we've seen this story before obviously oh yeah this is a very common story within Chris's movies. Yeah. So it's the, which I think is really funny because uh, Peter has a job as sort of like, I don't even know what his job is. Is he like an agent or an executive? Peter? Yeah. I think he just works at a social media, like he does social media, but he like runs, he the doesn't campaigns? like own it. He like does the work. Of, like, okay. setting up the campaigns and that kind of thing. Okay. So he is very now, obviously, mm-hmm. doing social media campaigns. And he has this, like, super attractive um, cardiac surgeon boyfriend. And I was like, oh, as soon do as, you, though? As soon as they walked in, I was like, that's not, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. I was like, he's way too handsome. Well, <laughs> then again, Nick's super handsome, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was really funny because like when he comes in and we're like, oh, okay, this cardiac surgeon boyfriend who's like super into you and you want to take him home for Christmas. Cool. And then I just love the the how convenient of a like task rabbit mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. Nick got because it like zooms in Which on it. Which was such it. an like, LA just... thing. Like. Yeah. Okay, we yeah. talk about all the time about the jobs of people in these movies and how it's always the same jobs and how they're like mm-hmm. so specific to Christmas movies. I actually did appreciate how kind of like you said, very modern yeah. and very LA. Like it's so LA of someone to be like a task rabbit or to be a social media like yeah. Like uh what is it campaign handler person exactly like those just feel at least different and i feel like (laughs) they're at least bringing something new to the table not just like he he's a journalist and he works at buzzfeed it's also very millennial what they did because like peter is the like social media like whatever his job is Mm -hmm. but he also has a plant instagram and he's obsessed with plants oh exactly yes and then nick uh is a successful children's book author who wrote a he wrote a children's book called saving emmett which is about his dog Mm -hmm. um and so he made like a ton of money off of that and everything and he needs to write a sequel but he has writer's block but he also does task rabbit which is like where he it's basically like DoorDash do... for taskers. <laughs> exactly. It's it's DoorDash for random tasks around your house. Yes. Which is a very, very hustle, like you said, millennial thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. 
of having to have two jobs to live, basically, especially in L.A. Yes. Um, so it was... I liked that, like, change for, like, the jobs. Uh, but, like, the reason he was going home was the same. And then, like, when he got that task to go, like, put up Christmas lights on this person's house. And then it just so happens that that's also the house where the um, cardiologist lives. Yeah, I was like, that's the most unrealistic thing. <laughs> I know. And, like, he, <laughs> um, he's married, has a child, and married to a woman specifically so i like that it like cuts immediately to peter like breaking up with him over the phone Mm -hmm. he's like listen i I understand if you're going through something or whatever but it's not gonna be with me (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad that he like they didn't beat around the bush with that one oh yeah right where like he immediately told him he was like bro you're not gonna believe like what i saw oh yeah he immediately told him yeah he didn't like drag it out because that could have been the story, right? Is that he yeah. went to, like, they they all went to New Hampshire, but he secretly knows the secret. Like, I feel like that would have been the traditional storyline, right? Yeah. That, that they all went to New Hampshire, but Nick has the secret, and then the secret's revealed, and then they end up getting together, and then he finds out that Nick knew this the whole time, and then that breaks them apart, and then they have to get back together. I feel like that would be the, like, cliche story so i'm glad that they didn't do that crap (laughs) yes that is pretty good that they decided not to go that route with the storyline and Mm -hmm. also that like peter immediately believed that nick was telling him the truth exactly there was no question yeah he didn't question it there was no gaslighting there was nothing yeah it was great um so that's where like the whole like come with me to um pretend to be my boyfriend because i already told my sister that i was bringing someone special with me or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and that basically like convinces like he says a bunch of stuff to convince nick to come with him yeah um so they go and everyone is like oh is this your boyfriend like is are you guys finally together like, exactly all they're, like, stuff. they're like, you're no, clearly no. in love with each other, so just get mm-hmm. together. I love that the dad was even, like, pulled him aside and was like, you're obviously in love with my son. And, like, the my, the son, like, my son is, like, the happiest he's ever been when he's with you. I was like, that is so cute. Get it, Papa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Way the whole family. Me. Oh, The whole I know. family except for the mom, because the mom was trying to, like. I, uh, but I appreciated that the mom was very, like, trying to be respectful, yeah. you know? Um, so she, like, her trainer at, like, some Peloton cycling class thingy, um, she's trying to, like, get him to go on a blind date, like, try to get Peter to go on a blind date with her trainer, and I love the whole, like, fine, I'll just go, and it'll be fine, and she just, like, assumes that it's not gonna be great, and then he, like, turns around, and he's like hello i know yeah because because she doesn't obviously have a photo of him and he yeah. couldn't find you know they couldn't find him on instagram or whatever and oh that was that was so funny when he walked in he was like oh so anyway we're gonna <laughs> he did he like he came out like all like sweaty and like straight from the gym <laughs> i was, was dying funny. i was like oh Oh, so this this is what we're doing. Yeah. All right. I was like, oh, okay. All right. 
I they love really the came whole... in with the hot men. <laughs> they were just oh my god! It like opened up with like a bunch of hot men doing a photo shoot yeah. and stuff, like with no shirts on and stuff. I was like, ah, this is the kind of movie we're getting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. They go on, like, the coffee date or whatever, and they kind of hit it off, right? Because, like, I mean, they had some minor chemistry, right? Like, he's, yeah. he's a good-looking guy. They they had they share some things in common, um, things like that. And, like, but you could tell immediately when he was, Nick asked him about the date, and he was like, oh, it was great. And Nick's just like, I was like, hmm, my friend, I think you look a little green. Yeah. Hmm. Just a little bit. Like, jealous? Jealous much. Oh, yeah. Like, someone's realizing that they're completely in love with their best friend slash roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And... I do like that trope. <laughs> he tries to, like, cover it up by, like, pushing Peter to go out on the dates with Yeah, he's trying James. to be, like, an encouraging friend. Yeah. Um, but, like, I love the way the nieces are completely intervening. They're like, oh, let's take a photo and then, like, send it to Nick while he's on his date. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take this other picture. Wait, Nick pose. Like, send exactly. it to Peter. <laughs> they're like, we got to make them spend time together. Like, they're roommates. They spend a ton of time together. But it's a different setting. <laughs> it's a different setting. It's a different thing. <laughs> um, It was really cute. And I like how even... He was even doing, like, the Task Rabbit stuff, like, in the town. Like, mm-hmm. when he doesn't even live there. He's, like, visiting. He's, like, yeah, on it's vacation. Like, it's like Uber. You could kind of pick it up anywhere if you yeah. have the account, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So they – I love I love when Jennifer Kudlich comes in. I was just like, oh, my God. Of course she's playing this girl that's going to put on this absolutely ridiculous play that is just going to be, like, a nightmare. <laughs> It's called. I don't. I don't want to say what it's called. Oh, is it offensive? It's, not, it's in the movie. I mean, it kind of is offensive. I mean, in a in a way. All right. Well, um, it was. I was hysterical when she, when she said it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. I was um, like, yes. I love the part when she was like, she starts freaking out because the reading out of their script. She was like, I said you had to be off book. That's it. <laughs> you don't have any lines. I'm reading the whole play. And she just like Dude. snatches all the books away, like all the script books away from everybody. She was so funny. Like the lines, the lines were just hysterical. The fact that she like, she did the speech before they opened and, and he was like, yeah, that was word for word. The speech Madonna gave at blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, <laughs> epic. Um, the fact that she was in the perfect, like, picture-perfect Galinda, the good witch. It was dress. so good. She looks so perfect. <laughs> it was just funny. Like, her part was so good. She, like, she basically was, like, narrating the entire, like, uh, birth of Jesus. Yeah. Like, that's what the play was. And... <laughs> It almost felt like she was improvising, uh-huh. but like in a good way. Like it just felt supernatural. Yeah, it was. It was really funny because it was clear like she was trying to be like the complete center stage of the whole thing, and so she was looking for reasons to like not let anybody have any lines, which exactly. is why that all happened. Exactly. It was great. Um, I like when, uh, the nieces like had dressed up in their like costumes before and they were like absolutely not whatever and then they were like peter nick like like 
you got to do something about the girls, like to Peter. And they turned around. He was like, oh, oh. He was like, ho, ho, ho. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She was like a sexy donkey. And I don't remember. Sexy donkey. And I think a sexy Mary. (laughs) (laughs) The sister walked in with the two kids. And they were like, hello, hello. Yeah, she's like, and we're going out. We're going away. (laughs) Takes the two boys out. It was really funny. (laughs) It was really funny. Which is like something absolutely two teenagers like that would do. Oh, yeah. They were like, is this right? Is this makeup look okay? And he was like, uh. He's like, oh, no. You're scary. You look scary. (laughs) (laughs) They were so cute. Um. I do like that one of the things that I do like is that like James picked up pretty quickly about the like the the scale of the relationship between Nick and Peter because he he mentioned he was like, oh, you talk about Nick a lot Mm -hmm. and different stuff. And then when he saw them during the play, like uh, because they were just like casually standing next to each other. But like it was literally like the kind of need to be like touching the other person mm-hmm. um he picked up that on that like immediately yeah and knew he's like i have zero chance like in this instance because yeah. he was like maybe you're the only one who doesn't realize that yeah. like nick is completely in love with you <laughs> exactly um which is very clear because like everybody was trying super hard everyone was Def- I mean, which is like classic of these movies, right? Mm-hmm. For one, to, for everyone to be absolutely obsessed with the main character's lack of partner. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you know, with the, like, that's clearly their whole personality trait is making sure that this main character gets a love interest by the end of the movie. <laughs> yes. Um, And to like absolutely push on to them any sort of person. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I liked, so, like, the, his sister, right, so Peter's sister and her husband, like, own a pub, like, the only pub in the town that they live in or whatever. Yeah. And so James and Peter went out for a drink, and so the nieces were like, oh, hell no, and they, like, called their mom, yeah. mom, is Peter and Nick there? <laughs> or uh, Peter and yeah. James? And she's like, they're here. This is ridiculous. Like, why are they doing this? She was like, you need to do something. She's like, I'm on it. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Like, we always talk about how these movies, like, don't always have, like, the best writing. But I honestly mm-hmm. felt like this movie actually had really funny jokes and, like, really good lines. Like, when she was, she was like, and in that moment, I had the... I had the solution for climate change and Nick ruined that. So he's basically to blame for climate change. (laughs) (laughs) And poor Nick's face or uh, Peter's face was just like, he was like, what the hell? He's like the literal audacity of this woman because I like how she like tripped and like full on was just like ketchup smashed (laughs) in his chest. chest. And she's like, oh, and she turns around, she's like, Peter, what have I said to you? You're always like this. And he's just like, the he's like, I'm literally standing here. And she was like, he's so clumsy. He always causes accidents like this. And then she just goes on and on and on and on. It was so funny, though, just the way she di- delivered it and everything. And she just walks off. She's like, oh, you're literally the worst. <laughs> and he's just like, my God, 
what did I do? Like, the sister's acting was not really great, but it was just ridiculous enough that it, like, fit perfectly in the situation. It worked. Um, I like when they were trying to sneak in the real Christmas tree. And yeah. they told her to go distract their mom. And she was like, hey, mom, do you remember that story that I've told you about this thing? She was like, well, I'm going to tell you all about it again. Like, what are you doing? Come here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she distracts the mom for like ever. And then the mom walks out. And they're like, what were you doing? She's like, I'm sorry. I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was so it was honestly really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I loved the photo shoot. That, oh my gosh. Um, Peter yeah. and Nick did it out in the forest. It was so cute. It was super um, cute. I love and I love that the what they did was the one the one photo that you could tell the difference between mm-hmm. how how Peter felt about Nick versus James. Yeah. Because when he asked him to like blow out the like to count to three exhale and, and yeah. exhale so he could see the fog. And when Nick did it, he was just like, ah. And then when James did it, he was like, ugh. It just ended. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Jinkies. Yeah. The chem I mean, the chemistry was there. It wasn't it was like I said, it wasn't burning. Yeah. But it was good enough. It worked. <laughs> I mean, the the photos turned out really well between like the all three of them taking those pictures. I was like, oh, oh, are we taking Super high def quality uh, photos on an iPhone. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I was like, they take good pictures, but not, I don't know, not that good of pictures. <laughs> I mean, those photos were like high def, took it with your like super nice DSLR camera. Exactly. But I took it with my iPhone 12. <laughs> the the book on them were like perfect. I was like, yeah, the portrait mode is not that good on them. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's good, but it's not that good. <laughs> um let's see what else happened oh so like at the end of the play like peter and nick are talking and and nick is like i need to talk to you about something he go and basically like he confesses his love he goes i love you and he goes like i love you too and he goes no i'm in love with you and he's like ew yeah (laughs) obviously like the reaction was not going to be what we wanted no right of course not because Peter is supposed to be the guy who just like, oh, I had no idea that my best friend was completely in love with me. Even um, though everyone in the whole movie has been telling you otherwise. <laughs> yes. Okay. When the the niece went up to Nick and was like, like it, the feeling is mutual. Mm-hmm. Like he feels the same, and the way that he like looked at him, I was like, that was so cute. <laughs> Because that was when Nick was like, I'm going to shoot my shot. Like, I need to. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's when he finally decided. Yeah. And he did. And then he got scared. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's hard. They've been friends for a really long time. And they're also roommates. And. Yeah. That would be a hard thing to just switch up all of a sudden. It would be scary because you would be afraid that if you did get into a relationship and it didn't work out, you would lose someone that you've been best friends with for a significantly long time. Yeah. And that was what Peter was worried about. He was like, I can't lose you as a friend. Like, what if this doesn't work out? Like, what if we're just not meant to be a couple mm-hmm. or whatever? So Peter leaves, goes on a uh, like to get coffee or food or something with James. 
And obviously Nick's like, I told him I love him. He didn't return the thing, so I'm going to leave. Yeah. And that's basically when James is like, it's very clear that you're completely in love with him, too. Why are you still here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Dying over Jennifer Coolidge, like, walking over. And she's like, hello. She was like, I saw you I've staring been, at me. I've been eyeing. Yeah, this man and I have been eyeing each other up. And I need to go, like, make it happen. And it's yeah. him. It's James. The and I love the, the mom, mom runs over. She's like, no, 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 not your wrong team. team. Not <laughs> wrong team. Wrong team. And she like explains to her and Sandy's just like, okay, bye. <laughs> well, at first she was like, people can be into all sort of things. And I was like, <laughs> I was like no. It I doesn't mean, yes, that way. but it also doesn't... his face was just like, what? He was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. What? Your family is so strange. That was really funny. He's like, your family is weird. Because I th- I assumed she was just going to like walk off camera and that was her bit. Like, oh, I'm I- eyeing this man up. And then yeah. no, walks straight over to James. <laughs> In my head, I was just like, get it, girl, get it. <laughs> okay, but at the end when she was dancing with that singer, that was funny. Oh, my God. He's yeah, like, I like this really- lady. <laughs> she yes. just comes up. Um, so I like it that, like, uh, Peter, like, tries to go find Nick. He's not at the house, finds the letter saying that he's leaving. So he's like, how long is it going to take me to get to the airport? Like, I got to beat him there. But I like how he's, like, driving. He's like, wait, that's my rental. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that Nick had picked up a task to repaint a shop that was uh, up for sale in the town because... One of the things, one of the reasons why Nick was pushing James on him so hard was because um, Peter wanted to move back home to be close to his family and to open up a plant shop, which is what he's always wanted to do because he hates his job. Yeah. And he misses his family. And um, Nick, Nick was like, okay, I'm going to miss you. Like, it would be awful. Um, but like when he comes, like he just like comes bursting into the, like he walked into the correct place because you know did he see him through the window? Like I have questions. Yeah, he could have he could have been in any of the buildings. <laughs> yeah, so he like comes in and he's like, "Why didn't you answer your phone? I texted you." And he goes, "I texted you back." And he was the, like, "But oh. it was took forever." He was like, "It was eight minutes." <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. He's like, and I was doing something <laughs> he's like i was painting <laughs> um but basically like um nick bought him that store with the Which money he that, did he... that very quickly <laughs> yeah with the money that he had been saving um for what he was calling a rainy day uh from the book that he wrote mm-hmm. and he was going to pay for the first six months of the rent so that Peter could get his shop off the ground. Mm-hmm. And basically it goes about how you think it goes. So Peter confesses his love mm-hmm. and he's like, but you're, he's like, you're leaving. And he was like, you didn't want to move here with me. And he was like, you didn't ask me. Yes. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I thought, he goes, I thought it would be fine. He goes, if I didn't have feelings for you, it wouldn't have, he goes, it wouldn't hurt have mattered. It 
hurt as much of having you move here without me. It would have been, I'm going to miss you, but it's okay. I'll get over it. He goes, no, I was absolutely heartbroken. And I was like, oh, it was cute. They were very cute. But yeah, they he confesses his love and then they kiss and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was very cute. And like they'd like basically, you know, played it out for you how their future was going to be of like him helping him open the shop up and how he was going to like help build. He's like, I can't build a shelf or yeah. things in this store. Like, he's he like, goes, I don't I plans. You. Yeah. Yeah, I need you. That was so cute. It was so cute. And then he's going to, he's already started writing his second Saving Emmett book based on the ideas from the nephews. Yeah. Which the the kids, I mean, the kids were like spot on. They're like, why don't you just write a story like this? Duh. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I like, I like the end because like the kid opened up the the book and like read the end of like what he wrote that, um, that Peter and Nick and Emmett. Uh, moved to New Hampshire and live happily ever after. And then Peter was like, yeah, and Peter and Nick and Emmett did move to New Hampshire to live happily ever after together, together, together. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Ah. Yeah, the whole family's, like, <laughs> freaking out. Yeah. It was very it was, cute. It was cute. I liked it. I thought it was really good. A lot of people, like, a lot of the reviews that I read weren't particularly happy about it, but... I don't know. They clearly need to watch more of these Christmas movies because this is top tier compared to a lot of them. This is top tier just to a lot of the movies that we have watched in the past. And like this was je- like je- like I feel like this was what Love Hard was going for, but yeah. just completely missed. Yeah, because it it didn't take itself too seriously. It wasn't trying too hard. It used the m- more modern like jobs and different different things that made it more modernized and it worked with even with the minimal chemistry there was between um the main characters it still worked really well and you still rooted for them you still wanted them to get together like i knew how it was gonna go when you saw like his best friend and I was oh like, they're immediately absolutely yeah immediately knew love. the whole storyline from the beginning but was i yeah. there for it yes heck yeah heck yeah um no, I like this one. It was really nice to watch a uh, different take on the typical holiday romance movie. Um, it was just really nice. To- I got very excited when I saw that it was going to be different. That it was going to be like it was two men as the lead. two men as the male as the leads in this mm-hmm. vying for a relationship. It was pretty good. Why are people so just intrusive? Like, why? Like, you can't be single, not at the holidays. I know, honestly, but people are like that. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Like, oh, we're so upset you're single. It's like, God, get it, get your own business. God, go outside and touch some grass or something. Leave For me alone. Real. <laughs> yeah. There's more to life than things like that. But you're perpetually single and. All you care and about is what plants. if I'm fine? Jeez. <laughs> I love the whole, um, like when he was, when he was on the like ski, th- like on the ski date with James and he was like, oh yeah, I absolutely found your Instagram, like about mm-hmm. the plants <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, 
Ah, uh, Instagram stalking already. We're here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but as you should, want to make sure you don't get catfished. I mean, that's true. I feel like it's what everyone does. Oh, yeah. You immediately start looking to see if they have social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is a great movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really liked it. Um, I'm really glad that it was what it was because I know we were both like, oh, I hope this is good. I needed it to be good. Because, like, there there was a um, a lesbian Christmas movie last year. Mm-hmm. on hulu and it was not very well received oh no. by the community because there was a lot of like gaslighting and toxicity of like <sighs> oh, no. you know things like things like that that just people were like these are all the things that like we don't want to have happen you know like pushing pushing their partner back into the closet to like go home to their family things like that like storylines that just weren't great um, so I was glad that this was a very like, like healthy relationship yeah. of two people that were comfortable with themselves, with a family that was comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're very very lucky to have that sort of storyline because not everyone has that. But it was just nice to see because, really, like that's what we strive for. Right? Like, we've seen yeah. the stories of families not accepting, but it's just nice to see, like, two people love each other and just do that, love each other, and be happy and love their family. Yeah, it felt like a good supportive, good supportive movie is what it is. And, like, mm-hmm. how hard the dad was, like, trying to push Nick. He's like, no, you're in love with him. Yeah. Like, I can see it on your face. He was, ma- like, like, maybe Nicholas listened to me. I was like, oh, shit, this dad's serious. <laughs> okay the best part the dad had at the very end he had a christmas sweater on with the santa dabbing and i was like this dad's the coolest person in the movie (laughs) barry bostwick was killing it like he did a great job he really did i just i kind of love that the movie was sort of uh star studded to a certain point right like uh, like everyone was pretty recognizable i think the only person that i didn't like recognize from like the main cast was Nick. Uh, the guy who played Nick. Yeah, I would agree. So I hope he gets more stuff because he was very good in his role and he's also just absolutely beautiful and I yeah. would watch movies with him. Yeah, he's super attractive. And he was a great actor. I mean, yeah, he was he was super natural. Um, it didn't feel like he was acting, which mm-hmm. sometimes it does with these movies. I know like we talked about the sister and the sister like she delivered that line in an incredible way, but, like, it definitely felt like she was acting, you know, in that kind of thing. But, like, the guy who played Nick, uh, Michael Yuri, I mean, everyone else felt very natural and in character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, um, not a bad 200th episode, I have to say. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, so we'll have one more episode after this one, and then we're going to take a break until after the new year, probably until after I move, most likely. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. You can find the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at Tea Time with KC or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tea Time with KC. If you want to talk to us in real time, you can join our Slack, work, Slack workspace 
or our Discord server. Invite links for those will be in our show notes, and you can also email us at teawithkasey at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and basically every other podcast app. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts and streamers on the geek to geek Media Network by visiting geek geekmediacom And until next time, bye! bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.